You're listening to MC Exodus Podcast with your host, Michael Conteus. Christian Talk. Bible Studies with Commentary. I highly encourage you to download this podcast and share it. Get this message out there. All right, everyone. Welcome back to MC Exodus Podcast. And I just want to take a moment and thank you for downloading this podcast. Um. So I wanted to get into Romans chapter 12, and I'm going to skip all the way to the end of that chapter because there's something that I want to emphasize, and I've been going through the book of Romans. This will end my discussion in this book. I will be moving on in episode nine. um, I'm going to be moving on to a different book, but let's... Let's go ahead and finish out Romans in a bang, okay? And I've noticed that the downloads are increasing, and I just want to thank everyone um, for sharing this and getting this message out there. All right, let's go ahead and take a look in uh, verse 19, where it says, Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back. Okay, says the Lord. In verse 20, instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. You ever heard that saying, kill him with kindness? Let me tell you, there you go. Proof positive evidence. It's in the Bible. It's in the word of God. Anyone who hates you, your enemies, the people that are envious of you, the people that, that are just despise the very existence of you, be kind to them. So I just wanted to show you that. That's, that's uh, you know, a lot of people don't do that. I'm going to be honest with you. There are so many people out there, including myself at some point, where if you did me wrong, I didn't want nothing to do with you. You know, we're all guilty of that. We get upset, this and that. Because friendships are a dime a dozen these days. Everything is on the increase. Everything is in the abundance. You have a variety of anything. If something doesn't satisfy you, you can throw it away and go get another one. Food, if you don't like it. There's 10 million different kinds of the the same type of, of food. Oh, you don't like that flavor? Well, let's go get a different one. You know, when I was growing up, there was only a few different kinds of cereal. Now it takes you hours to find the right flavor of this certain brand with the I mean I'm telling you everything has an abundance these days including friends one friend does you wrong go away go get another one a boyfriend does you wrong well I'm gonna break up with him I'm gonna go get another one a girlfriend does you wrong well that's it I'm gonna go get another one oh your girlfriend cheated on you oh well you know what I'll go cheat on her that's okay. Your husband cheated on you. Oh, well, I'm going to go cheat on him and then I'm going to divorce him. I'm. This is the mentality of today. 
And it's sad because it's not what the Bible teaches. You know, if your enemies do you wrong, clothe them, feed them, give them something to drink, help them. Because eventually, who knows, they might not be your enemy. Now, let's continue into chapter 13. And this is another one that I wanted to touch on before we end the book of Romans. Okay. And that is entitled, Respect for Authority. Everyone must submit to governing authorities. For all authority comes from God. And those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And they will be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right, and they will honor you. The authorities are God's servants, sent for your good. But if you are doing wrong, of course, you should be afraid. For they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants. Sent for the very purpose of punishing those who are doing what is wrong. So you must submit to them. Not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. Pay your taxes too. For these same reasons for government workers need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them. And give respect and honor to those who are in authority. So, you know, I understand, you know, in America... And this podcast goes out uh, to other countries. So I just want to say in America, you know, we vote, we exercise our right to vote. And I have to say, you know, looking at this is fine. Voting is, is fine. But look at this way. Look, I want to show you something here. Everyone expects a man to fix their problems. Everyone expects a man to take care of what is wrong in society. But I propose a different aspect here. What if we were to pray? What if we were to rely on the Lord to fix our problems? I'm just curious about that. What would happen? Okay. Voting. If you're going to vote, go ahead. I personally do not. I mean, that's my right to choose if I do or not. Um, but right now, I'm not going to. I don't see the need to. 
Everything is mixed up in the world. And right now I am relying on God. So praying for the land, praying against curses, praying against problems around you. It's extremely important to have faith in the Lord like that. Okay? Why are you going to rely on a on a man, a country, a government when you have the almighty creator? When you serve the most high God? You know, I would pray first and then go vote. Okay? But I would give it to the Lord first. If you must vote, don't let it become an obsession. If your candidate loses, don't let anger seep in and destroy you. Don't give way to the devil. Don't let the devil get a foothold in your life. And how does he do that? Through the news, through sports and through poli- through politics don't let that happen to you take control of your life have self control ask the holy spirit to give you that don't let these things become an obsession don't go overboard with certain things in life Don't let them take your life over. We are to live free and be free. And through that is how we should be living is faith in the Lord. Letting the Lord guide our lives. You see an area in your city riddled with addiction? Pray over it. Pray against it. Pray that that principality that's working in that region, rebuke it. Rebuke it. Ask the Lord to remove it. Ask the Lord to have mercy on that area. You see a city riddled with murder? Pray. And don't snap your fingers and think that God is just going to do it immediately. God works in his time, in his way. Not ours. But have discernment and the open mind to know when he answered your prayer. To know that that was the Lord that did that. And you could get the answers to your prayers in all different kinds of ways. Now let's continue. Love fulfills God's requirements. Over here in verse 8. Owe nothing to anyone except your obligation to love one another. And why does it say obligation to love one another? Because we are followers of Christ Jesus and that's what he asked us to do. Forgive everyone. And the way, you know how you forgive everyone? Love them. Have some compassion for people. That's how you forgive. If they're doing you wrong and they're talking mean to you, you know what? Ignore it. Don't. Don't fall into that trap. Ignore it. Continue to be the light, the salt of the earth. Now look. I want to show you something. 
if you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. For the commandments say, you must not commit adultery. Okay. You must not commit murder. You must not steal. You must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in the one commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to others. So love fulfills the requirements of God's law. This is all the more urgent. For you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up. For our salvation is nearer now than we ever first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Everyone is running around like in a daze, dazed and confused. Look at everyone around you. If you have downloaded this podcast, it's for a reason. If you are listening to this, it's for a reason. You know, I don't only make these. I'm on social media quite a bit. I have a lot of, a lot of platforms that I operate from. And there's a lot of people following. And you know why? Because they're searching. They're trying to figure something out here. You guys have been awakened. There's a reason. Look around you. See how many people are walking around with a blindfold wrapped around their head. Earplugs in their ears. They can't see. They can't hear. What does a blind man do when you take his cane away? They hold out their hands and try and feel around, right? Look at everyone. Going in the store. Take a look. You'll see what I mean. Everyone is searching for something to fill that void. Everyone has a desire to come back to the creator, but they don't even know it. That's the emptiness. That's, that's the hole that has been dug. And when you get awakened, a seed gets planted, it gets watered, it starts to grow. Then you fill that void with your creator. And then you don't need anything else. All you need is him. Now take a look. Put on the shining armor of right living. Why is that? Because that's what he wants. He wants us to live righteously. He wants us to live like him. He wants us to do the things that he wants us to do. But he's not going to make you. It's your choice. He's not, he's not going to be uh, cracking the whip. Per se. It's your choice. You know, 
Earlier in these uh, scriptures, I read, you know, being a slave to Christ. But that doesn't mean that God is the slave driver, you know, whipping you into shape. No, no. But he does change you. He changes your mind. He renews your mind. And then we have an obligation to do what is right. Now look at this. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. See? So if everyone, if you call yourself a Christian and you go cuss in front of everyone, people are going to look at you like, what? What kind of Christian are you? How come you're cussing? How come you're listening to that kind of music? They immediately will do that. And that goes to, that. that's your bad. That's on you. Because you're making God's kingdom look weak. You know, and we're all guilty of it. I'm going to be honest with you. Every now and then, does a cuss word slip out? Yes. I'm human. I'm a person. I'm not God at the end of the day. I make mistakes. Don't we all? But you know what? Do I go back to it? Do I dive into it? If one if one cuss word slips out, do I say, oh, well, let me throw up my hands in the air. I, I said one cuss word. I may as well go ahead and just start speaking this way from now on. No. If a secular music song comes on the radio and I accidentally sing along to it, you know, or maybe I do sing along to it. Does that mean I'm going to go ahead and pick up the most evilest satanic album I can find and start listening to it? No. Because we were lit, we were, when we were saved, we were made righteous. If you accidentally sin, which is very possible, Are you going to continually do it every day, 24 hours a day? Or are you going to try and turn away from that again and, and get back on the path? Well, that's what we're supposed to do. We're followers of Christ, but every now and then we're going to trip and we're going to drop our cross. And we're going to fall. And then we're going to get back up. We're going to pick it back up and we're going to continue. Now take a look at this. Right here. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual immorality, immoral living, or in quarreling and jealousy. Now look, jealousy. How many people are envious of other people? How many people are envious of other people? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. We're to encourage other people when God is promoting them. Not get mad that God is promoting them and not us. 
You should be worried about yourself. Well, how come God's not promoting me? What's my purpose? You need to ask yourself and pray on it. What is your purpose? Rather than worried about what everybody else's purpose is, you need to be worried about what your purpose is and what God's plan for your life is. That would take care of jealousy right there. And then quarreling, always arguing, always got a problem with everybody else. Worry about you. Worry about what you can do for God. Worry about what you're doing for God. Worry about that. Don't be worried about other people and their success. Drunkenness and wild parties. You know, I can't remember the last time I went to a wild party. And thank you, God. I can tell you what I do remember about wild parties. It was filled with evil. It was filled with sexual immorality. It was filled with drunkenness. It was filled with violence. Those wild parties are exactly what it's called. A wild party. And we are not to be that way. And why? Because that is your sinful nature out of control. No self-control. And the Holy Spirit brings us self-control. I have no desire to go to a wild party and get drunk and sleep with a bunch of people. I have no desire to do that. And why is that? Because the Holy Spirit took that right out. That void is filled. I don't need that in my life. I don't need to search for that. I don't need to defile myself like that. I have been washed clean by the blood. I am okay with the way I am. I am confident in who I am. I do not need to search out evil to fulfill what my purpose is in life. And my purpose in life is, is to be God's servant. Now look, instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Well, that's what wild parties do. That's what drugs do. That's what getting drunk does. Indulging in your evil desires. And it is a fight. It is hard. But that's why we have our Savior. So I appreciate you listening to this uh, episode. Episode 8. Finishing out the book of Romans. You know, there was a lot of good teachings in Romans. There's a lot of good things um, that Apostle Paul taught about. And, um, you know, you're going to see that I I preach a lot about Apostle Paul and his ways, his teachings. Um, you know, but I'm going to take you through a journey into the New Testament. I'm going to show you some stuff. And I uh, appreciate you riding along. Until my next episode, this is MC, Pod, MC Exodus Podcast, signing off.